Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a trio of positivity podcasts. It may be quattro of positivity. We'll find out later. We appreciate you joining us today. Um, we, we're just friends talking about the Chicago sports, trying to find some positivity. It is the big game this weekend. Um, you know, you, it's, everyone knows. So we are here to celebrate it. I'm, I'm excited for this, boys. I'm your host, Boo Pen, joined as always by my fellow Positive Brigade members, Miller and Chris. What's up, boys? Howdy. So much energy. What up, dog? I've been watching a lot of scrub shit, so yeah, that's how it comes out. <laughs> uh, quick social plug before we get started. You can find us on Facebook. Hopefully you're watching us live um, on the Trio Positivity Podcast. At, tri- at Twitter, we are at Trio Positivity. We're on YouTube at Trio Positivity Podcast. We may or may not have a TikTok. It's not clear yet. We have a new website, TrioPositivity.com, with all that being said. I'm going to hand this mic over to Mike Miller to introduce. Okay, okay, okay. Great introduction, Boobin. Great there introduction. Is. It's not like this is like the 37th episode or anything. Like Welcome, ladies so and gentlemen. Times. We have a great episode for you today. We have a special guest joining us all the way from Tejas, uh, Gino, uh, my future brother-in-law. Hopefully, if he doesn't fuck it up, but who knows what's going to happen there. Um, we'll see. Jesus. <laughs> Wow. And Lots we're doing there. a special episode because it is Super Bowl week. We have the Niners against the Chiefs happening Sunday. And unfortunately slash fortunately, the Niners are my second team. And most of my family are Niners fans. And, and Gino, I dragged him on because I'm like, dude, come, t- come teach us about the Niners way. So hopefully maybe the Bears can take something from your success. But uh, really Gino, thank you something. for thank you for coming on. We appreciate it very much. Of course, I'm excited to be here, guys. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk to the sports world about Chicago teams and the only real team here. But that's oh, up for debate. Shots <laughs> early. Hey, hey it's, it. it's very fair. Very fair. Um, after all that being said, let's talk about Chicago Bears. Yeah. <laughs> the only. Know. The only great team, kind of. The only great drafting team. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> In the last two years? I don't know. Kind but of. Kind of. Maybe. We have a lot to talk about the Super Bowl, but, you know, we thought it might be fun to start. Um, you know, you shared something already offline about how you feel about our situation here, but more more questions along those route, okay? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. As a Niners fan, you see what building a team around and then getting a quarterback has done to your franchise, right? You were mm-hmm. a playoff team. You have been a playoff team for a while. But you never had that superstar quarterback. Do you feel the team or the quarterback is more important to the success of the organization? Starting off heavy you know, over here. You know, it really just kind of depends on who's running the show. I mean, you know, we got lucky with Lynch and Chip taking it at the same time. New GM, new coach, both at once. You're not having any staggering, no, no difference of opinion right from there. So that definitely helped. But I mean, I was traded for Jimmy Garoppolo to start. We thought Jimmy was going to be the guy. He took us to the Super Bowl. Didn't finish. I mean, 
happen in the next few years, injuries, get someone that doesn't finish in the playoffs. So I think the quarterback, obviously, a big piece of it. But if you have a guy that you know is capable, start building what you can. Don't try and find that perfect piece right away because you just won't get there. You got to build what you can. That's, wow. That's very fair. That's very fair. And we're hoping over in Chicago that we're taking the right steps to do that. Um, obviously, we've made some trades over the last few years. Some of them worked out. Some of them didn't with Chase Claypool and whatnot. Um, but the biggest question going into 2024 for the Bears, and I'm sure it's all over TV, it's all over social media. It's probably the third most talked about thing in sports right now behind the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift, obviously. But we'll get into that in a second. But is the Fields versus Caleb William dynamic? Now, we've all kind of voiced our opinions on this uh, on previous episodes. But as an outsider, give me your opinion. What do you think of Fields first and foremost? I mean, I like Fields. I don't think it's to just dump all on the side of the road. Yeah, I get you got to start over and rebuild, but why do you have to dump the quarterback first? I mean, you've seen glimpses of him the past two years of how great he can be when people are healthy. You guys have a good roster. I mean, you have, what, Darnell Betty right now? Yeah. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. You have, you have two solid receivers right there. Cole Mooney's Cole about Cole to Cole get Matt cut, did. bro. <laughs> I don't know. I like Mooney. I like Mooney too. But no, Cole Komet and DJ Moore, definitely the top two right there. Both came out very heavy at the end of the season. You get a decent running back and another good receiver in the draft. I think you guys are fine. And maybe an O-lineman or two. Can we, can we like cut that and send that to the Bears right away? <laughs> yeah, Boopin yeah. would be standing outside of Hallis Hall with a sign if he didn't have work. I Bring back Fields! I mean, I get the rook. points. I get the logic. I'm just not there. I just, he hasn't shown enough consistency. And may I add that it's quite funny coming from a Niners fan to show loyalty towards their quarterback when they've basically cut one and traded another one that they've, that they've brought in. We want, you know, that's, that's a fair, that's a fair job. Fields have had how many different OCs in the last few years? Three now, I think, right? Something like that? That's technically, yeah. Technically three. It's hard for any quarterback to change three different offenses. Well, that's you know? my argument. That's like everybody says that. But now you're going to bring in a fourth offensive coordinator, a new offense for him to, to learn, and he's on his fourth year. So if he doesn't get it yeah. this year, you're gonna you, you're ideally going to pick up that fifth option if you're going to keep him. And then you're looking yep. at paying him 20-something million, not even knowing if he can run this this offense. So I get it. I'm just very skeptical of things. Um, moving on from fields, we know your opinion there. Do you have any thoughts on Caleb Williams? He is the quote unquote generational talent coming out of USC, a former Heisman trophy winner. Have you watched any of his games this year or in the past? I saw one or two. I saw the Colorado game. Um, and I saw the game against Oregon and if I'm Caleb Williams, he is great, but Caleb Williams has also let up a lot. Like, I guess he doesn't have a defense, so he gets to step up and throw, but is that going to last him his entire career? I don't know. Yeah, I, basically what I'm seeing a lot of is that he's very similar to Fields. Like, everybody is like, why would you want to trade the same quarterback? Well, because you get to start the clock over and because he has a chance to improve, whereas Fields hasn't improved that much over the past few years. So that's my argument. 
I am a, I don't know where I'm at, to be honest with you. Few episodes, I was all about keeping fields just because I didn't like the e- keeping Eberflus. I didn't like that. I thought it was a horrible move. And now we're staring at this, and I don't know how to feel. So I'm going to be okay either way, but I just don't know if I'm willing to pass on generational. I just don't know if you have that run game or the off that quarterback run option with Caleb that you have with Fields. You definitely don't. There's there's no denying his athletic ability um, and his quote-unquote dynamic nature that he has it's just can you win in the nfl without being an elite passer and baltimore is one of those teams that you could constantly point to as lamar hasn't proven himself to be an elite passer in the playoffs so the question is is can you win like that in when it matters yeah Philly did it I mean, I mean, 49ers are arguably... 49ers there, too, yeah. to an extent. No, but, like, like quick quick props to your system, man. You you guys, and for, I know we're talking about the Bears, but, damn, I was looking at the list of um, coaches that have been stolen from you guys, and you keep getting the third-round picks, right? Compensatory picks, yep. but then, like, there's, what, four or five head coaches, a couple of GMs now from your org, like... So you, you have a machine that's churning out talent like nobody's business. The biggest thing we've definitely lost is the defensive coordinator. I think two years in a row now we lost Salah, then we lost Demico Ryan. Demico, yeah. I hope we lose Wilkes, in my opinion. <laughs> I just I don't like it. All right. Well, before we get into the meats of this the- conversation and talking about the big game, it wouldn't be Super Bowl week without bringing in some fun topics from Vegas. So let's start with gambling and the whole Las Vegas dynamic. I was listening to something today when I and I came across that in 2019, that was five years ago, Tony Romo, who wasn't in the league at the time, was not permitted to do an interview inside a casino. And now... We are looking at multiple teams in the city of Las Vegas, potentially one more with the Bay Area Oakland A's moving. Like, what are our thoughts on teams in the Las Vegas area? Obviously, we haven't really seen too many gambling incidents. We've seen some other questionable activity from players uh, in that city. But what are your thoughts, Jake, in general on anybody just like Las Vegas has sports teams? Anybody? I mean, no. I, I like. I think Vegas is long deserving. I think yeah, there's a lot of risk that came with it. I mean, we saw the Raiders incident two years ago. Now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. One or two years ago. I um, think so. Yeah, but with that rugs receiver, rugs speeding from one of the rugs and hitting and killing a woman. I mean, that's, that was I know probably not great for the city of Las Vegas and they were proposed against teams, but you had the Nets first. You know the Raiders and you mentioned the Oakland A's. I think the NFL has definitely opened up to having more teams. I mean, not the NFL, but just sports organizations in general having teams yeah. in Vegas. And I think it's a great destination for people are going to go. Like, you're not going to go visit, no, no offense, but no offense to you guys. But like Washington, D.C., you're not going to go out there all the time for a game. You don't want to go somewhere that's flashy, you want stuff to do outside of the game. Vegas that's is the destination. Yeah. Yeah. And no, it's funny it's you really- mentioned that because right now it was announced a couple of days ago that 
Brazil is going to host an NFL game with the Eagles going down there. So it's interesting to see what people actually think of, of all of these international games and then how you compare Vegas to it. Go ahead, Boobin. No, like it, it's been fascinating. Vegas is still Vegas. Um, Andy Reid, like Chiefs, they had a meeting right when they landed as to what the policy is and what's allowed, not allowed. Patrick Mahomes told the team, hey, like this is a business trip. Make it like a business trip the rest of the way. When we win, I am going to fly you back here and we're going to have a weekend in Vegas. Like it is, it has the distractions, right? But the teams that do it will. Yeah, like, it, you have to say something, right? It's it's like fascinating. Yeah. But like, you were absolutely right. Like, people going to Vegas is already fun, right? Every single one of us, if we say, hey, let's go to Vegas, no one would probably say no. But like, when you add a team in there, when I was there, I, I tr- tried to get, get into a game. Uh, for the Knights, you know, just because it looks fun to go see, right? Like, I was there for a conference. I was like, let's go see Knights. And then, like, just things like that. But it's already fun to go to. The sports team just add more stuff to it. But I'm sure it's not fun being an administrator and one of these team coaches and one of these teams. Like, you're probably, like, a high school teacher, like, you know, like, uh, at a prom and being like, hey, leave room for Jesus. That's what it probably feels like every day. But, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm not. Like, I... I no, and they've had success too. They've had success too. Knights won right away. Like yeah. you know, that, that that was always good for them too. And that's not even. I'm not, a fan, of the NH- I'm not a fan of the NHL expansion rules. They get to pick apart players from other teams. I mean, it's yeah. a little. It's a way tough. to guarantee though that some possible stars get get to that city without them having to spend all that money at first. But yeah, I get it. Um, it's just tough when you have an expansion team take some of their te- other team's best players and they're immediately. Well, good. no, they can uh, lock a few. They can, they can lock, lock a, a, few. A, few. a few. Yeah, that, that's the point. Um, but, but I was going to say, Kraken. though. It's like a great team. The great great. Name. I know, but the logo great team, team. Great name. Yeah, yeah. Like, props to them. The main, success that came out of, the main success that came out of Vegas was the amount of season tickets they sold. Like, yes. they, they were yearning for, for something. And even though I don't like Oakland, I mean, I've heard all the stories about the Oakland A's and stuff. I... It's interesting how they want to set up a baseball team in Vegas. It's just, it's summer and it's, it's not domed. It's I I don't know how they're gonna do that. That's a good point. I mean, the MLB isn't the same draw as these other teams are, right? Like, the cool thing about Vegas having an NFL team is it's now a destination to watch NFL games. Like, every year when you're playing Vegas in Vegas, you're gonna talk with your boys. And your friends about possibly doing a trip to watch the Bears or the Niners in Vegas mm-hmm. to watch a game, right? It's it's such a destination, and it, it is long overdue. And the fact that they waited as long as they did, it's just it's crazy because it's been a span of five years, but with the NFL basically having a no no touching policy of casinos, and now in in the next year or two, maybe three, you're gonna see sports books integrated into the NFL stadiums. It's just the transition there is just gonna be crazy. I mean, you see the ads. I mean NFL is sponsored by what's it? Not not FanDuel, but uh is it FanDuel? DraftKings? DraftKings, that's what yeah, they're they're endorsing gambling yeah. at this point. Like, well I did hear it? that they are actually I don't know the limits, but there's actually limits as to how much gambling advertising they can do on oh. broadcasts. Um, I didn't. I I had to leave when I was listening to this, but they did talk about. It. I felt that was kind of interesting. 
Um, I haven't really noticed it myself because all I do, it sticks out with a sore thumb right next to all the pharmaceutical commercials, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was interesting to find out that they do have some sort of limitations. I mean, it was just I mean, a matter of timing. It, like you mentioned, Vegas was way overdue. It didn't matter what team was going there. I mean, Vegas was going to take them on wholeheartedly and make them their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know. We'll see if they can get it done with Antonio Pierce. Hey, they turned oh, it no. around at the end of the season. I think they might be yeah. able to. I think Luke Getzey. Oh, they have, they have the greatest offensive coordinator, yeah, though, apparently. Luke Getzey. Come on, everybody. Take a freaking bow. <laughs> he turned around fields. <laughs> turned him around, turned all right. Around. <laughs> turned him around, all right. <laughs> all right, let's get... Um, Let's get it right into it. Actually, I, I'm my my stuff just blanked out. I'll leave it to you guys. Got yeah, you can't bring that type of enthusiasm for this next topic, Chris. Yeah, we need to bring full on enthusiasm because we're going to be talking about a little Tay Tay. Okay, let me hear that. Shake it off in the background, please. Taylor Swift front and center Super Bowl. All right, we've all heard the noise. The Republicans are freaking out. Taylor's going to be endorsing Biden during the Super Bowl. She might even be coming out topless. Nobody freaking knows. Okay. Realistically, what are, what is everybody's thoughts on Taylor Swift? Is she annoying? Are you annoyed with the entire thing? What is your thoughts? Well, let's let our guest answer first. Yeah, Gino, you go first. I am annoyed. I am very annoyed. And I don't, I'm not annoyed at Taylor. I am annoyed at the NFL making Taylor their center of attention. She's obviously trying to be the center of attention. It is the NFL forcing Taylor and Travis Kelsey relationship onto everybody else. Question for you. Would you have felt similarly if she was dating someone on the 49ers? Yes, because now everything on SportsCenter is about Taylor Swift and the Kelsey and how he performed or how whoever someone's dating famous is just performing and... Don't get me wrong. It's great for the NFL. They're bringing in all these new oh, fans. Crazy revenue. Well, I shouldn't say NFL is bringing in new fans of the NFL. Taylor Swift is bringing fans for the Kansas City Chiefs. Myths about it. But it does bring more to it. It ups viewership, so it doesn't. It does make sense why the NFL is pushing it. So, right. are you more annoyed with the outside of game day noise, or are you annoyed with the on screen during the game type of shit? A L- little bit of both, like. So the Outside, 44 seconds really hurt you? It's annoying. I'm trying to look at the game, not someone, one person in the stands. I know. I don't know. I'm, every uh, time a catch. I don't know. Every catch. I don't know. I'm, I'm very much indifferent. Oh. I, I, I'm fine with it. What's funny is like a lot of the TikToks and YouTube shorts that are coming out of the Swifties planning Super Bowl parties and stuff. And I saw one video where two girls or two ladies, I should say, I don't know if it was girls, but two ladies were planning a Super Bowl party and they showed how they're like decorating. One of the best comments that had the most like views is like, I can't believe these Taylor Swift fans have only been watching football for like nine weeks and they already do Super Bowl parties better than experienced NFL fans. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The memes, the, the videos, I'm here for it. I feel like they've added another level of fun to it for sure but um i I totally forgot of like i don't know like i had a point i promise but like i totally forgot what after um i'll go so i i i i don't i don't think she's taking too much from the game itself 
It's 44 seconds. At the end of the day, I think it was like 0.4% of the broadcast was Taylor Swift. I do understand the annoyance of seeing so much, so many talking points on sports centric shows that kind of gets a little much. And again, we all know it's not Taylor's fault. This is NFL. This is Disney. This is all ESPN. They're all pushing the agenda because they know it's going to get views. Um, but like overall, I think right now, I, like yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> duh. Overall, I think it's a net positive. I mean, you hear the stories, the 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 heartbreaking stories of these these fathers that are now getting to connect with their daughters because they want to see Taylor, so they're watching the NFL games with them and and stuff like that. So you do have that positive twist to this entire scenario. Yeah, I get that. It, it does make sense. But... Yeah, like I mentioned before, the off-screen comments on ESPN, on SportsCenter, on podcast, on other shows, on the Today Show, when they talk about the Super Bowl, it's about Taylor Swift and its Kansas City Chiefs, not just the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, I've, but I've it's two, a, it's a true... Whatever. Yeah. No, no, no. After you, your comments, I have two questions. No, you already have two in your two fingers showing up, so you might as okay. well go First, for it. Would she even be there? Like, everyone's... Yeah, like already... she'll make it. I don't Duh. know why people are questioning this. She'll she's make it. Gonna make it. It was like something crazy. The Japanese embassy had to put out a little statement saying, like, yeah, she'll be there. Like, here's the flight, how long it's taking. I thought that was hilarious. But... I thought that was towards the Japanese people? population. Okay. Because they yeah. were confirming to their fan, the people that were going to the concert, that That's she would serious. be able to, she's going okay. to perform, I believe. I could have read that wrong. Those okay. are my took. The second part of this question is probably more futuristic. Will the relationship last the off season into next oh, season? Okay. We're not. We're not. We're not doing that. Come yes, on we now. are. No, we don't speculate that shit. Come on, guys. Okay, we're better. We're better than that. Okay, well, let's, stay, let's take a step back because we are going to answer that question. But before that, we want to we want to move to after the game, and I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. If Kansas City wins. Will Taylor propose or will Kelsey propose to Taylor no, on the field? No, no, no. Why are we even bringing this up? It has nothing to do with the general fact of football. Like, that has this nothing to do with This is what has been bothering me, Michael. These <laughs> comments, these talking points. I think I'm ready for Boobin. I'm, re- I'm ready for Chris's comments. I'm sorry. I'm done with the Taylor talk. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, like, if it wasn't for Taylor, there'd be a lot of like women who are married have relationship with men that know that Sunday is sacred when it comes to NFL uh football. And it's like now there's more people watching it. So like what's gonna end up happening now is more like I think it is it's gonna be brought up more. And the Super Bowl, I think this one is gonna break records. I oh, think absolutely. this one is going to be the most watched, the most streamed. The halftime show will probably be the most criticized because it's not Taylor performing, obviously. Well, it could be. But, it could be. But yeah. we all know, like, the if if the Chiefs win, we all know the, what the commercial is going to be for Disney. It's going to be... Oh, I didn't even think about that. Taylor like, and Disney, Kelsey. Disney's going to push it out. But see, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, this is just an upward trend for the NFL and people have to be thankful for Taylor Swift, even though it's annoying to see it on sports center, like where they talk about 
um that kind of stuff the, the numbers don't lie i think because she was there at the two playoff games i think didn't both games have the highest viewed games of the of the playoffs i believe i, I didn't I see no that idea. but she brought over 300 million for nfl this season supposedly. social media for the nfl is is higher than ever like yeah it's true. She's a story. It'll be interesting to see how they treat the dynamic on Sunday. I thought there was going to be a little less talk about her during this week with her being in Japan performing, but that was not the case. So, well, let's start to transition slowly into the game speak. Obviously, Sunday, Super Bowl, gambling. It's basically Miller, all one how thing. fucking dare you? Superb owl. We had this discussion last episode. Yeah, and I vetoed Superb that because it's owl. not true. So, Super Bowl, Sunday, gambling, let's go. Let's talk some novelty prop bets. We're not going to get into the nuts and bolts on who's going to do things on the field. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts of the other thing because I have a few questions for you all. If you guys can shoot off some answers quickly, we'll kind of keep track and we'll go over in a future episode. Question one, the first thing that happens at the Super Bowl before kickoff, you know it, we all sing it, the national anthem. It is being performed by Reba McIntyre, and the over-under is 90 and a half seconds. Where we're at. Bang the over. Oh. All day. All day. Okay. I'm thinking, did we? Did the over hit last year? I think the over's hit multiple times. No, it hasn't it hit last year because like, I think I... It was up like point oh one seconds or something. It like was that. really it was close. Right that was a controversial one, right? Mm-hmm. No, that was that Stapleton last year. Yeah, you're talking about the timing of it, or the timing of it. I think some yes. some places had like different times because it's it's when the last note ends or it's when the person's done singing it. So like I know that there's there's disclaimers in some of the sites there. I ninety and a half minute and a half. I've des- I, I, I've lasted less than that, so I'm gonna go under. I think I'm gonna go under. I think that's gonna be the route to go. And there's nothing wrong with Reba finishing early. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> he makes his women sing. That's all I can say. Yeah. I'm gonna go over. Hit the over on that bad boy as well. Now over is a good bet. Country singer. I think she will milk it, but I went it under. All right. Next up. Coin flip, heads or tails, pick your poison. I'm going to go with tails. 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 Yeah, tails never fails until it does. Who's the the away team to pick first? Is it Kansas City? 49ers. I'm going to go heads. I'll go with Chris. I'll go heads. Okay, we pretty, pretty. Put this thing 50-50 every time we have a question? Or well, the, see, this is the one that we don't I have anything it. prepped on the agenda, so we don't know what Miller's asking. Um, Damn straight. So, well, the first one was three it's, overs it's and one under. Yeah, it's a gimme. No. All right, Be- Chris's every year bet. First offensive play, run or pass. Oh. Run, baby. Yeah. Run, baby. <laughs> Well, who gets the ball first? That's the well, that's the thing. fun of it, isn't it? I don't. I, um, I'm, I'm going to go with run. I'm going to go with run. Oh, this is a clean sweep. 
That's exciting. You, do, I, you know, there is another one that I enjoy that I, I want to see if you know it, Miller. Probably not. All right. Next, we're going to be jumping into the <laughs> the halftime show. Usher is going to be performing, and rumor has it that we may have an appearance from Little John. Ooh, who's a, Little John and Luda? Luda? It's just rumors. Rumors. But we all know, I don't even know if Gino was alive in, in Usher's heyday, but. Hey, I was there. I remember Usher. I went, my first concert was an Usher concert. No, no, no shit. Yeah. Fun fact. So he knows. All right. What's the first what song? What is going to be the first song performed? I have a list of the top favorites. I don't have the odds. No, no, no. Don't, so don't give the add. list. Don't give the list. Uh, no, I want to see, I wanna see yeah. our answers just. Just in the general, I want to go last because I know what my answer is already. Okay, should we make him go first? Uh, Gino, you were on the spot. What's you go first? You you do have you have the option of other if you you if you're gonna not a bigger song. It's hard. I'm trying to think of some of the songs that are. <laughs> okay, slow. I know I know um, it's gonna be a slow jam. I would like think something... it's gonna be my first guess is either more. Or um, burn. Those are those are my top two. That's a great burn is an all time classic for me. That's a great answer. It is. That's not it what is. I would have picked as number one. Uh, I, my number one is going to be DJ has us falling in love again. I think yep, that's that, that's a banger. I think that's a banger that it can get the people up. I don't think you bring out your special guest from the very get go. I think the very the point. I think the ending is going to be yeah. Oh, I thought that I think was the episode. ending is going to be yeah, but you don't bring in your special guest at the beginning. Oh, you're so right. Oh, you're making me change my. I don't know the Isher discography that well, but I really uh, like the DJ like... falling with DJ got us falling in love. I think Chris is on to something there, so I'm going to go with that one. Uh, like I, I think it's going to be a slow song. Like I can just see the lights, and he's just like doing his thing. Like just, don't ever wanna... start off with a slow song. Like I don't think he'll sing the whole thing, but it'll be like a good start. Like so, like he's not dancing right away. I think that that's what it's gonna be. But I'll, I'll go with. I yeah. mean, if if that's the case, you 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 could do like you don't have to call, or you could even do you make me wanna, which is an all time classic. But I don't know if like we're we're talking like starting the Super Bowl off with a bang, and I think the only upbeat song that can kind of do that for him is DJ God is falling in love. That's my opinion. Yeah, I think Chris is right with the... I do think they're going to be guests, even though my Twitter feed's kind of skeptical right now. We don't know. But I do think they're going to be Luda and Little John there. Um, so, And I think Chris is right. They're not going to have guest appearances to start off the Super Bowl. So I think that's a really good bet. All right. The last one I have. What color is the liquid getting dumped on the winning head coach? Gatorade, right what is year. it? I got it right last year, and I always pick it. I think it's going to be purple, the grape color. Oh! It's always the lowest odds. It was the grape last year. I, I like purple. Ooh, that, those, that's good. Let's go with a classic orange. That's your classic? I was going to say orange, it's, and it's not. It's lemon lime, baby. What do you mean? Lemon I'll lime round it out. Best. I'll round it out with a blue. Blue. Chris, also, what's your official pick? 
lemon lime, lime all day. Also, while we were talking, I forgot about one song for Usher. I'm gonna go in a fucking turnaround because I, I hate it. Um, it's, oh, it's oh fuck, I can't. No, I gotta go look for it now. God damn it, I had it at the top of my head, but you guys, with orange being a top color, I was already losing it. So hold on, I gotta find this fucking song. Okay, come was back it my to boo confessions part two. Listen, you make me want a banger. My boo, I could definitely see it like being uh. Like, because you know how some some people like to do the slow and then pew, like to bring yes. it up and whatnot. Um, there's one song that is like a uh, like a head, like they call it a head nodder. If you can do this at the beginning, it's a it's a good one. But I can't remember the you, you, I can't remember you know, the actual name of the song. You know what might be the first song? His little from his recent album when it's like the meme where they're like talking about him, like it's him like just like bobbing and singing whatever song. That's like that just came out. It was a whole meme and thing. I think that's how it's gonna start this whole thing. Like it's gonna be so dumb. All right, Chris, we have one more. I don't know if Miller will allow us. If you want to throw in your favorite one that we you wanted to cover, yeah, if you go have. for it, Chris. Sorry, I was researching. What was what was the? What's your <laughs> second favorite bet? Yeah, what's your second favorite bet that we you didn't think Miller would get it? Um. So, well, he definitely got the um the songs so that one that one is my probably my favorite one uh the run and obviously who calls the first time out is also a fun one because i think uh when we were watching the super bowl together i think the first time out came in within like four plays or something which was not expected so i think the first time out is definitely there um my favorite is will there be a streaker That's probably my favorite prop bet. Then not not a lot. But see, of... here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of the times you're not going to know, right? That's yeah. the Is point it... of a novelty prop, though. No, I mean like he could be off camera. Yeah, they'll like yeah, he pan can. away. They'll pan away. He can, but not... you know how they confirm it though? Like they confirm it because if it's if it's off camera, they talk about. It. He's like, well, we got an idiot on the field there. You know, Tony <laughs> Romo. Maybe, maybe. And then, I'm gonna Chris. say, I'm gonna say, yeah. I want to say yes, you know, just for the fuck. I want to say yes. It's Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a valid point. Not, <laughs> not an OMG with Will I Am. Was that the headbanger song you're thinking of, Chris? Yeah. See, and then uh, I'm like, there's a what's the other song that's not, like not a headbanger, but it's like love in this. Oh, it's love in this club. Love in this yes. club. It's not a fast song, but it's like it's a catchy little like it gets your head going. Um. I'm reliving my 90s or two, early 2000s just listening to this. If I am a betting man, it's either you remind me or you got it back. You remind I think, me I think, of a girl. I think it's, oh, no, see, because I want to say, like, if you make me want to. Okay, I, I'm going to, if I oh had, I would God. do a three-way bet. It would Jesus. be you make me want to. It would be you make me want to would be my first choice. Um, uh, DJ got a fall, DJ's got us falling in love again, which is two. And then it's either going to be. You remind me three. I don't think he does. You got it bad first, but when he does, you got it bad. It's gonna be in the middle. I believe you got it bad is in the middle. That has to be. I think, it's, I think I have to change my answer. Do it well. I am. I think that's gotta be the first one. Is that yeah. better? Is that better than DJ got us falling in love though as an opener? As an opener, yeah. You think so? Yeah, because you actually you can ease into it, and then you can bring in DJ got us falling in love again after. But see, I don't I think, think you start. But with he's it. not bringing in. You, why would you if you, if he, if a special if Will I Am is not on the show, then you yes, I see your point. Show. No, I he's, see your point. He's probably not. I I mean, he could be. I don't know. 
And but do you need Will I Am? You just play the audio in the stadium. You don't need. Yeah. You don't need Will I Am. You don't. Plus, but it's it's a Super it's Bowl. It'd be fun. Well, how many it. guests are they going to have? As many as he yeah. wants. I mean, we had five. We had five. No, that for was L.A. But that was a special one. That's true. Though. That was a special one. It's always a you special one. Knew, you knew it was going to be that many, though. Like when Snoop right. showed up, you knew Eminem was showing up. When Eminem showed up, you know, fifty. You cent didn't know Fifty up. Cent was showing up. You didn't, but you couldn't I mean, figure but... it out. All right, let's get into the nuts and bolts. The kid wants to go to sleep. Let's talk Super Bowl. Let's talk Kansas City Forty ers All right, and then let's start off talking about my, about Mister Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, yes. your quarterback. It's very similar to the Brady Belichick dynamic. Already? And a lot of people are giving most of the credit to Shanahan. Where do you stand with him? Are you when I say the Brady Belichick dynamic, I, I say like that when they broke up, they took two separate paths, right? Who is the leader? Or do you think it's the combination of both of them? I think right now where he's at, it's a definitely a big combination. I mean, you go back and look at Purdy in college. I mean, he that he did the same thing in college. Like, he wasn't doing mm-hmm. anything different that he isn't doing now. I think now, just on a bigger stage, and he's getting more recognized. But I definitely think him having weapons helps. I don't think it's the whole thing. It definitely helps. I'm not going to deny that. But I think Purdy being in a Shanahan offense early, learning from Trey Lance, learning from Jimmy G, being on a private squad, definitely helped him become ready for where he is right now. Wow. It's like that's such a great amazing, answer. Yeah, that's such an amazing question and answer. Well done, both of you. Um, no, like... <laughs> Thank you. He, um, like, one of the coolest things I've seen is, like, he makes a mistake and he's made some, but, like, he just moves on. He's just, just like... Like, I think, a, like, a quarterback that's, like, probably highly drafted, like, maybe would uh, hold on to it, play conservative. He's just so fearless. I love that about him. He just gets right back into yeah, it. Yeah. Like, this is what you need to do every time. He doesn't change his game. No. He just goes back and keeps going. And the best part about it is the team pushes him to keep going, too. Like, you see these flips online. George Kittle, like, just keeps slinging it. Even at the, yeah. what is that, halftime last week or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. George Kittle told him, like, I can't. We'll get into the George Kittle comment after. George Kittle's like, I can't wait to tell everybody after the game. Like, they had us in the first half, not going to lie. He wow. just keeps slinging it. And then at the end of the game, what is George Kittle's like? They had us in the first half, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> wow. That was that was something. That was, that no, was I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I doubted Purdy at the beginning of the year. Like, I didn't think he would be able to repeat his performance from last year. I do think, whereas Brady seemed to have dominated that, I think it it kind of proved itself out when Brady left. I do think right now Kyle Shanahan deserves more of the credit because of that offense. But you know what? Brock Purdy's putting up amazing numbers, so you can't deny that he isn't one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Regardless of who the play caller is, he's putting it on the spot. He's putting it to where these guys can get it and run. And he's he's impressed me beyond what I actually thought. What's hard is hearing around the NFL people still – Anytime he makes a mistake, there. I mean, they pounce on him right away. There's no, there's no forgiveness. There's no leeway. And you gotta look at it like this kid was number two seventy two in the draft, two sixty two in the draft. Started his first NFL game halfway through twenty twenty two season. Mm-hmm. Came out twenty twenty two season, 
you know, killed it, won, what, eight straight games. Yeah. Got injured in the NFC Championship game. And obviously, it was a tough game. We went through two quarterbacks again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a hard watch. But he comes back the next season after the undergoing surgery and just picks up where he left off. I mean, you lead the NFL in every made in every in every stat that they track. He's leading it, I think, except for maybe rushing yards. But every passing, yeah, all the all the big passing, one, he passing stats. Yeah, he leads. Um, you, you still get discrepancies like, oh, he's just a game manager. Like, you tell me, it's a game manager is doing all this? I'm like, no. Freaking Mahomes think, is a game manager this this year. Like, it's not a bad thing. I think that see that's a different argument though. Like a lot of it is a team dynamic. The one thing that I think Purdy has done, which a lot of people don't really talk about, is he he has put the he has put a statement when it comes to the superstar QB and that you need a superstar QB to reach certain goals. With Purdy, you don't see that he's becoming a superstar for sure. Mm-hmm. Will he be a superstar in a team that's stacked a full, a full of superstars? I don't think so. I think someone on I can't remember if it was I think it was Cam ESPN. Newton. Was it Cam where he said like, he, like he's the best tenth like he's the tenth best player? Yep. He's Cam right. Newton. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And he's right. And the tenth best player on that team is top two, top three in any other team in the NFL. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. He's been treating this whole situation pretty. He's just. But he he's not wrong, credit. though. He, I'm not he's saying not he's wrong. wrong about the 10th. I'm not saying he's not wrong about the 10th best player, yeah. but he still doubts that he Purdy can be a good quarterback outside of the system. And I think that's where he's wrong. Yeah, he's he's said it, the thing is, though, Cam he's, Newton said it in a disrespectful way. Right? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I honestly don't did. think so. I, I think he said did. it in a way where he's been a quarterback. He's been the superstar of a team. He's led a franchise. And Purdy is not those things, but people are elevating him to be that. So the standard of Purdy has gone higher to where all of these quarterbacks can talk about him. But everyone else puts Purdy in this lower bracket where it's like, well, no, if he's doing this to get this this recognition, but he's really a this kind of player, yeah, those guys that are there can definitely talk about why he can or can't do certain things. I think he's fine in that aspect. But if you're talking about a game manager, one of the best game managers out there was Tom Brady. And so, like, no. you, yes. No. Game, uh, you're telling me Tom Brady was not a game manager. He made plays, like, so many times in the Super Bowl. Game like managers don't make plays. It. They just don't lose the game. He's lost Super Bowl games. Yeah, and he's also Both won it because Eli of himself. Manning. Exactly. So, like, it, what I'm saying, though, is during the season and the way that Purdy plays, I see a lot of game management comparisons to what Tom Brady did. That's the not the game manager. I think a game manager between... is an irrelevant piece on the team that just throws no, dumps, throws short passes yes. and is yes. told not to fucking screw it up. Yeah. Like, yes, look, that is a look. game manager. That's It's the game manager novelty, or not novelty, the tag, is not a compliment. It's been you're you're doing what you need to do. I disagree wholeheartedly. I disagree. Who was it's the like, game manager? I, I I'm leaning uh, on like uh, Flacco, but I don't think Flacco Alex, was good. Alex Smith. He, he didn't make a Super Bowl. He didn't I make the Super Bowl. Some people thought it was Eli at one point. There was a was it? I forgot. It was like one of those Kirk Cousins. Kurt Warner Kurt at one point. No, I think it was, was labeled not as Kurt that. Warner when he Kurt was in Kurt Arizona. Cousins? 
Kirk Cousins hasn't made a Super Bowl. I know he was not a game manager. I think Kirk Cousins is a game manager. I'm being completely honest. No, yeah. no. Before you, are you? You're not talking Kirk Cousins. He's talking. Who said He's Kirk Cousins? Talking, I'm talking Kirk. I did. He's yeah, talking Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. But we're Miller and I are talking about like Super Bowl quarterbacks that are quote unquote game managers, and I think you guys are more directing. There as was to one overall. that I'm, I'm forgetting. Wait, Alex, oh, there you go. There's a game. It was Matt Hasselbeck. It might have been Matt Hasselbeck. Okay. What, we're gonna make this rule. What are you thinking of this? Like last ten years, or it wouldn't be historically. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of game managers that make the Super Bowl. Personally, no, because a lot of them know what they're doing, and a lot of them can make plays. That's how they get there in the first place. Literally, Tom Brady was a game manager in his first Super Bowl. Come on now. Okay. Jesus, that Christ. was his rookie year. No shit. Was his second year. Okay, moving on. Turning the page. Uh, all right. After all this, after all this uh, birdie talk, Gino, tell us, in your opinion, biggest MVP on the 49ers, McCaffrey or Purdy? I, I think you got to give it to McCaffrey. I mean, that man does it all. I mean, man. Purdy's making plays with his feet now, which is great. But McCaffrey is such a weapon that you can't, you can't not give it to the guy. I mean, he has, what, 27 touchdowns on the year, 23, somewhere it's between unreal. there. It is, it is mind-boggling. Thankfully, I had him on my fantasy team and I won the championship. But it is mind-boggling no having cares, a player, no having a player that you can bet on that has a minus two or three hundred to score a touchdown. It is crazy to me. I mean, it's that adding him last year was the best move that the Niners did. I mean, it changed the whole dynamic. You freed up Debo, stopped being your running back in the backfield. You let him make plays in the open field. And then Ayuk stepping up, now becoming that wide receiver one that the Niners needed. Yeah, he's not a true one, that six foot five, six foot seven guy you want to throw up to and lob to. But that doesn't matter because they both they all create space and that just frees up for the game for McCaffrey to come up the middle. And you have a great back in the line to Mitchell whenever you need to give McCaffrey. Just shout out to Carolina, you know. <laughs> they had McCaffrey and DJ Moore. RP Carolina. <laughs> just, just the Thank best you, Carolina, for the number one pick. Much obliged. <laughs> but I do agree. I think McCaffrey just hands and away. I know Purdy's put up some great numbers and he's done it, but that kid is just, he's out of this world. And he's this so amazing. And that question. trade. I mean, sorry, I don't mean there, but speaking of MVP, I think you got to make a different. Award yeah. for quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's too easy for a quarterback to win MVP. If I'm being completely honest, I mean, give yeah. it, make a new award for just quarterbacks, and give MVP to somebody who actually is an MVP. Like Isn't that three. what the Offensive Player of the Year award is? No, it's the same concept though. Like the the MVP can still win Offensive Player. But they of normally the year don't. Know. Normally, it's they a position don't. player that wins the Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Typically, I, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, the MVP is just now just like this quarterback award, and it just doesn't make sense. Should your best player or should your MVP be your quarterback? Yeah. Mm. But MVP of the league, I mean, like, sometimes there's defensive players that just change the dynamic of a team. 100%. There are running backs or offensive players that change the dynamic of the team and lead them to where they become. And that should be the MVP. But 100% it's agree. all focused on quarterbacks and how great they perform unfortunately yeah in my I mean, opinion if i'm being honest with you i would rather mccaffrey win because i win more money but i would well, lamar winning isn't <laughs> a bad thing either I, i'm okay with either of them no. winning mvp i win money regardless but, yeah uh, uh, the quarterback i was thinking of it was trent dilfer 
He was the game manager for the Ravens when they had that elite defense in 2000. Just bringing that back a little bit. But yeah, McCaffrey, no, I agree more with than you. 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, he He's just out of this world, and man, he's definitely carried that team, with, and that offense has just been elite. That's, that's for sure. All I mean, right. Just to piss people off, give it to Purdy. <laughs> We'll I see. live in I live in a world of chaos. Let me let me just let me just get the fucking speech of Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant wins MVP. The title's I, already there. I would love the fucking Super Bowl MVP. Oh, well that too. Sure. We were talking going to be Taylor Swift apparently. I I figured. We haven't got there. That's the question down the line. What is your biggest worry going in this game against the Chiefs? Defense. Like I said earlier in the podcast, I don't like Steve Wilkes. I don't like how he plays defense. He never blitzed the quarterback. Commanders mm-hmm. are not great in zone coverage. No, they give up a lot of plays. They give up. Some, they give up a lot of yards, and it's way too easy to get the. It's way too easy to give up yards. I mean, you saw it against the Packers. Uh, their running the game was just and the lines. I mean, they're running through them like no like nobody's business. And that's not what the Niners have been in the last three years. Robert Sala blitzed the shit out of quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. the elite defense gave up very little points. I think he averaged like 21 points a game or less on defense, giving up. D'Amico Ryan did the same thing. Steve Oak says, I'm going to come and just use your defense. He blitzed twice against the Packers. That stat came out after that game. He blitzed twice against the Packers. Well, twice. you have this You have this stud former first overall pick in Chase Young. Like, why would you not rely on your defensive line to get it to the quarterback? Because you're not to the quarterback. You can't rush four every time. I and mean, one of them's going to get double teamed. And you can't rely on it to get to a quarterback every time. That's why you blitz. And you have two stud line middle linebackers with Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. Why don't you send one of them in? Chase so Young with- has been such a bust. Do you feel, though, that even though the quarterbacks usually get most of the look in the Super Bowl, that this will be a defensive game? I think it's going to be a very much – it's going to come down to who is playing better defense, yeah. I mean, the offenses are very, both sides. Like, we all know what Patrick Mahomes can do. We all know how great Travis Kelsey is. Rashid Rice is very underrated. I think he's scary. Um, we all know about the 49ers offense. You have Ayuk, you have Debo, you have Kittle, you have McCaffrey. You have Jawan Jennings, who's also that sneaky good player that no one really counts for. Um, if you're not playing good defense, neither one of those offenses can go off for a huge game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a running game as well. I think it's going to be Pacheco against McCaffrey. Um, I just don't know if the Niners defense can stop them based on the last two games. And you know what? I don't. It's McCaffrey. It doesn't matter how good your defense yeah. is. He's going to get his yards. So I think it's going to be run heavy. So we'll see. Okay. Talk about Pacheco. Have you seen anyone run angrier than Pacheco ever? Marshawn Lynch. True. I don't even think Lynch <laughs> ran that. This I was going to say that's the easiest question, I think. This man could runs have been like, like, like the defense owes him money. He just runs. Into like, just like, he runs like he hates the ground. I mean, his feet look like they're oh just stomping God. every time. Good for I was him. I'm gonna say Legarrette Blunt was a pretty angry runner. He was, but he was bigger too. Like I don't think uh, they're in the same like height range. I don't, he seems smaller at least, but like oh my Pacheco god, Pacheco is definitely smaller. Yeah. Yes, Legarrette Blunt was huge. Yeah. So All right. Lynch, is this yeah. is this a must win for Kyle Shanahan? Yes, I think it's a must win. This is his second Super Bowl appearance. 
first one to not go down great. I don't think he lo- – if we're talking about losing a job, no. I don't think he's going to lose a job. No, this. no. It, I'm talking about being one of the greatest head coaches, getting to I that next it, level echelon, yes. not like will he get fired. No. Okay, I think good. so. I think this is a must win at this point in his career. I mean, they've gone close. They've been in four of the last five NFC Championship game. They've been in two of the – this is now the second one, two of the last four. Super Bowls, I think at this point you got you gotta you gotta put your name down in history and win this one. Okay. We we always talk about this. I'm sorry guys I'm doing this, but so we always talk what's success in NFL, right? Is it Super Bowl or bust? You guys are almost a dynasty, like you've been in four out of the five NFC championships. Do do you consider Kyle Shanahan and 49ers successful franchise? So like, you know, at the end of the day when they lose an NFC, are you like think how how does it feel? Like is it you know, we were talking about if it's fair. Yeah. Is it worse than being a Bears fan? Or I think it's worse because you're you're right finishing wow. the season four and five times and you're in the Super Bowl twice, you just you're right there and you just gotta get over that hump. I think if let's let's use use a Browns the example. Being a Browns fan is tough, but mm-hmm. in and out every season they're not good. Till this year when they're what, eleven and four at the end of the season? Like that is a successful season, right? You look at it that way, that's success. Right. When they, they consistently get it, they're not making the Super Bowl or they don't win this year, it doesn't look like it's a, a successful season. It really just depends on like what your year's passing. Wow. Well, that's true. I mean, I guess when you have so much winning, like you said, four out of the past five years, and you don't get to where you want to get, I guess at some point it's going to be a disappointment, right? Maybe right. that first few were damn, this is awesome. This is success, right? But then eventually yes. it gets to the point where it's like, okay, we've been here, done that. Now we need to get to the next step. Otherwise, it's just going to be shit. We don't have those problems over here in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. See, see, we knew that was going to be hard, Gino, so we, we don't even care. We just like, <laughs> don't even make it to postseason. That's I mean, our, that's you had a good point about the Bills. I mean, the Bills, what does success look like for them? I mean, oh. they just can't get over their kryptonite. Patrick Mahomes from the Chiefs. Speaking of Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. I'll get it right. Patrick freaking Mahomes. I can change the agenda how I want to change the agenda. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how he just keeps doing what he's doing with the Chiefs and how he keeps winning. Like, I I don't know. I just It's amazing it's to of- me. He gets a lot of help from uh, the guys in stripes. Let me just leave it out there. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Wow. Looking like a true 49er fan getting his excuses ready. I'm sorry. If you watch the Ravens game and you see some of the calls they had, I mean, it's it's hard to, like, not look at it that way. It's like they want the Chiefs in that game. Like, there are some, what's it, Zay Flowers is taunting at the end of the game. Yes, it was taunting. Was it dumb? Yes. You look earlier in the game, Travis Kelsey did the same exact thing. No penalty flag. No penalty flag. The PI call that got Kansas City back into touch into the red zone. Soft. Were you were so, you were you in on the conspiracy theory for last game? Were you aware of it? Which about the Ravens posting the win? No, about the, the, the officiating crew for the game? Uh, I don't know if I've heard it. So the officiating crew for the Ravens Chiefs game is the only is the only officiating crew in the National Football League that has a sub 500 record for the home team. 
So historically, they have a 40% winning percentage for the home team and a 60% winning percentage for the away team. Well, it showed. That's true. It, <laughs> it did. Showed. I looked and I laughed so hard because I was like, it was like nine penalties for like 100 yards and then Ravens like three penalties for like 30. I was like, this well, is hilarious. It's but we'll see. Terrible. It's terrible. I mean, there's also that PI at the, or the missed PI at the end of the game where they tackled Odell Beckham in the end zone and they picked it off. I mean, yeah, come on. hopefully I'm hoping we don't have a, a official dominating game. Hopefully they let the players play, but you know what, what he's doing with the weapons. Yes. I know Rashid Rice has come on, but like, yeah. it's crazy that he's, he's done something this year with a wide receiver that isn't even close to probably he, he's probably worse than our number two wide receivers that the Barris has ever done. He's thrown for 400, 4,000 yards. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. That he just I don't want to take producing. away from the homes. He is a great quarterback. Like I, I will say he is a great quarterback. It's yeah. hard not to give him credit. He makes a lot of ridiculous plays. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of getting to that. Come to a point, man. Yeah. He's kind of getting to that Brady level. I think like, Remember when Brady won with just Gronk and Edelman, and sometimes they were even hurt? But, like, he would also, like, Brady would play the game. He would, like, talk to the refs and have that going. Mahomes does that every game, too. He just, like, talks, like, gets some calls that you're not supposed to get. It happens every time with him. So I, 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 I see why. I see I see why you say that every time, too. Like, no, that, that's fairly fair. Um, uh, Let's talk about the Kansas City defense. I think that's an interesting matchup there. They have been... Again, like giving Mahomes the flowers. I think the defense, like Mahomes, I can say has been a game manager. He's he only threw the I think ball outside of Kelsey to a wide receiver like six times or something like that last game. He was actually a game manager. Throw to Kelsey, making safe throws and things like that for the most part. So, um, you know, Ravens made a lot a lot of mistakes, but they've shut down one of the best rushing teams in the league last game. Like. You know, that's, I think, a key matchup. Does that scare you? How do you yeah. feel about that That defense going up against Purdy and Gang? I'm not too scared about the Kansas City defense. I mean, you're, you you got to watch out for one guy on that, team, on that front line, and that's about it. And mm-hmm. you put he's in front of Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm taking Trent nine times out of ten. I mean, that man is a monster. Fair. And you put Fair. Christian behind him, he's going to make it. He's going to find a hole and get 10 or 15 yards easy. Isn't Chris Jones a DT, though? Isn't he a tackle? Yeah. I think he's a defensive tackle. I don't think he's an edge. Cannot so we'll see. I, 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 we'll I, see. It's one of those teams. If he wants to rush from the outside, way, he will. It's, it's, it's crazy. Chuck. It's crazy. Like, I was listening to some of the stats on this defense, and a lot. some of their stats are better than the Ravens, and they have been mm-hmm. in a historic defense. I think these Chiefs defense, just for so long, it's been carried by number 15, that I think yep. they're very underrated, their ability. And I think, for the most part, they just haven't gotten their due. You can, I mean, I would not even count the Ravens game because you look at all these mistakes that the Ravens made. Like, you can't yep. really give it all the credit to them, but I think they have been... They're they're almost the better side of the ball on this team, so it'll be an interesting play um, on how it goes and if they show up and if they can get to the quarterback, if they can stop CMC. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go, man. It's going to be a good one, and I'm hoping for a good one. Yeah, that's, that's that's I, I want a close game. I don't want to blow out on either side. Obviously, a blow up for the Niners, but just bring my stress levels down. I mean, yeah, you would I love, we would love a blow up for the Niners, that's for sure. I have been tense the last two weeks. Not to it's not to be the guy hard. that not to be the guy that keeps kind of poking the bear on this. Isn't aren't the Forty ers primed to get blown out though? Given the this the the pressure and the whole like Cal Shanahan thing, like if if a blowout was to happen, can you see it being more on the bad side for the Forty ers I uh, I can. Yeah. I know there's been instances with Kyle not making the calls. I think this is a different team. He has a lot more weapons and leaders on the team at his disposal than he has had in years past. I think this is going to be one of those years that it's a blowout. It's going to, it's going to run in his favor. I mean, there's just there's been too many good players coming in and out of this, this team, this organization. Like, they can't. Mm-hmm. Are you guys on? Do you feel like the 49ers window is small? Like, or do you feel like you have a good couple of years to to be competitive for future Super Bowls? I think they got to do it this year or within the next two. You got to do it while Brock's on his rookie contract. What you have to mm-hmm. pay some of these big time guys. Getting back to the previous question. Mm-hmm. I think the Niners have to get out to a hot start because yes. if they do what they did against the Packers and the Lions, I don't know if they win this game because the Lions mm-hmm. was historic in itself that comeback but mm-hmm. like even the Packers they meddled along the Packers couldn't have put them away and then they got one good drive at the end of the game to win it I just don't know if they don't bring their a game front and foremost if they can get this done so I think the first half does play a big role in in the, how this outcome of this game half goes I mean like we've said it's going to come down to how the defense starts Defense that had a shitty start the last two games, and if it continues that trend, then Mike, I, I hate to say, but I might agree with you on that. It's it's going to be a lot harder to come back against the Chiefs than it is the Detroit Lions. Sorry, I hate to do this to you guys, but I just had another prop bet come up in my head that we did not talk about. <laughs> no, no, the opening kickoff. Does, is there a return? You're gonna, you're gonna affect oh, the that is a good one. I thought I was I was gonna ask a question right now about like kicking. Like, how do you feel about? Because the playoffs kicking has been very much a topic of discussion. Do you feel like it can come down to a kick? And then I'm like, oh, my God, opening kickoff. So, sorry, but there's my question to you. Will it be a touchback? Will it be a touchback? Yeah, probably. Nope. So we're running that bitch out, baby. I want to be the guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's no, the but fucking like... Super Bowl. Looking at the line, I think kicking decides at the end. It's a two-point game. So I think like either to take the lead or something, I think kicking is the end of the game. I agree. I don't I hate to say it, but I think it's going to come down to who's, who's, which kicker is on their game that day. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Final score predictions. Gino, you're the guest. You're first. <laughs> Let him choose. Does he want? Do you want to go first or last? Being that your team is in it, do you want to hear first. our? Pre- and I, I have, yeah. I have. I already know, but I, I think it's going to be 49 ers I think it's going to be a close game. I think it is going to come down to that last kick. Let's go. You Love trust it. your kicker to hit it? 
<laughs> I trust it. Dude, Money Moody. I think he's going to be fine. Hey, listen, you say that, but ain't ain't nothing good as Robbie Gold, baby. All right. Oh, good, good as gold. gold. I good do as gold, him. baby. But Moody has been great. Yeah, he's had a, he's had a rough couple games, but I think he's going to bounce back and be fine. All right, I'll go. 28-24 Niners. Ooh. Sorry, Pooping. what was it? 28 what? 24. Okay, I'm only saying this because I have a bet on, but I'm going to say <laughs> Chiefs uh, 31, Niners 21. Just because just of the bet. I'm going to root for you, Gina, the whole time. point loss. Again, it's Ooh, a bet. I don't know if I can join the trio of positivity cash again for that kind of statement. Ooh. Hey, I if I lose, if I win, I'm gonna donate the money. Okay, it's a lot of money. If I win, <laughs> I, I, I hope I lose. I truly want the 49ers to win. I did too. I, I thought Chris, I was gonna be the odd one out and just pick the Chiefs, but fuck, pooping ten points. Nothing, um, nothing. Like Vegas is not predicting it. No one's predicting it. So I'm, I'm kind of on my limb by, by myself. I know you guys are saying that this is going to be a defensive game, and the scores that you guys are giving really doesn't. I mean, I guess the under would be hit on all of your guys' prediction except Boopins, right? No, no. no. What's the what's the under? Forty-seven, right? Forty-seven. The over would hit. Oh my god. Okay, I thought it was. My apologies. I thought it was a different number. Um, I, I think. I wanted to say a blowout, but I'm not going to be that. I think both defenses are going to flunder. I think it's a, it's probably the highest scoring game in a Super Bowl. I'm going to go 42-39, Chiefs. Oh, damn. Wow, that would be a fun game. <laughs> it's a high scoring game. It's a high, but here's here's the reason I say that. I are think there's going to be... <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to go into overtime, but I also think that I think I saw somewhere that the field for uh, that stadium is really good. Um, yeah, it's fast, yeah. Yeah, and I think Kelsey is going to go nuts. I think McCaffrey is going to go nuts. The defense is – there will be adjustments, but I think the first half you're going to see probably very high scores. And I I want it to be exciting. I think the way you make it exciting, I, th- I ex- expect a lot of penalties. Expect a lot of all of these like penalties. Yeah, I think it's. Penalty I think it, it's some because penalties in Super Bowls are kind of like stigma. So I just I feel like Purdy's gonna go off for like four touchdowns. I think it's. I think Mahomes and him are gonna go head to head on that, and I think the only difference is gonna be the defense of like who can hold that last drive mm-hmm. and whose kicker can get out there, and I think it's gonna be Kansas City. Okay. Wow. All right, no. Super Bowl MVP. I am. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be CMC. Oh wow! I I think I saw that Miller. Um, they never give it to a running back. Remember the twenty eight three comeback? Like the running back scored three touchdowns. They still give it to Brady. Um, I think the last time Chiefs won, the running back got three touchdowns. Damian Williams, and they gave it to. Uh, they give it to. They never give it to a running back, even if he's the best player. So that's very bold. This is CMC, though. This isn't is. just some. This isn't scum this off is not the street. Some running back. This yeah, is I know it's. Christian I know it's going to be counterintuitive McCaffrey. for me to do this, but can I pick a MVP for each team or just the actual? Actual. No, actual. Well, okay, fine. The script says Kelsey. 
<laughs> Chris and I are on the same That's page. True. I love it. Chris, the, Chris follows the script. I mean... Dude, if Kelsey wins MVP, he's that's proposing. Both of them, Taylor and Kelsey, no, are getting a no. ring. See, I don't. I'm not even bringing that up. Here's the reason I'm saying no. Kelsey. I think if you're gonna have a blowout game, that tight end is gonna be like he's gonna have like 12, 15 receptions for like 160, 170 for a tight end. Like Chris, in the Super page. Bowl, you don't see that. Same page, Chris. Are we? Are we? Are we? Same, you're thinking same the same. Page. I I put money. I on just. The, I have a hard. I get what you just told me about CMC. But I have a hard time seeing a wide receiver get it because of that factor. Because everything the wide receiver does, or the tight end in this case, the quarterback gets credit for. I feel like the quarterback will get the credit in that case. Whereas CMC can have some rushing touchdowns. I'm sorry, do we not vote on Super Bowl MVPs? Is that not a fan vote either? Or am I confusing my My pick was critiqued. Oh, are you just talking in general? I'm talking in general. I, I thought no, fan I votes get a percentage obvi- I don't think it's fan vote. Um, he, here's yeah. what I think happens. Oh. If 49ers win, like I feel like it's a balanced game. All of them maybe shine. Purdy might get it. That may be, I think, a defensive. If 49ers win, defensive player gets it. It's my, it's my thing. Chase Young, I think he's 80,000 to 1. <laughs> I don't know. Ward, like, give it to Ward. Give it to... The linebacker, you know, like there's there's plenty of good Fred uh, Fred uh, Warner, right? Yep, Fred Warner. Yeah, he like set the record for. Ford. Yeah, like I think one of those two players, if 49ers win, I think they they shine. Maybe a run back for a touchdown or something like that. I think. That, but your official pick is with me and Kelsey. Yes, sir. I put money on him being the first touchdown and over. So let's do it. Jesus. I know. All right, first you know. overall or first Chiefs? First overall. Ooh. That's tough. I always feel like the field goal is the first. I don't know why, but. But that yeah. wouldn't count towards first touchdown. He's oh, that's first, first score. Touchdown. Okay, okay, my bad. I'm sorry. Game. I'm sorry. Got you. Um, my Super Bowl MVP is Mr. Relevant, number 262. I, I, I put it down even before you said anything. I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> it has to be. It's going to be. He's going to show out. I know he is. All right. Uh, Gina, we do positive rating, right? So it's like 0 to 10. Um, 10 being you win the Super Bowl, I guess. And uh, like 0 or 2 or 1 being like, you know, you pick number 1 like the Bears are. So um, what's your positive rating that the Niners get the win? So how confident are you? Oh, okay. I see how you guys are posing the question. I was like, how how do we do that for... Okay, that makes sense. Well, That's I a great question. I'm just going to quote one of the uh, the greatest movies of all time, Varsity Blues. A ten! A ten! <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, no doubt. Or do you have some doubt, though? Like, cause... He's full of shit. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, a ten! So you're hitting... <laughs> see, I always tell Miller, which he always criticized me, the positivity score for me is a grading scale, like you're in uh, high school or a little bit of college. So you're a hundred percent certain. I'm confident. I'm not I mean, worried. They he's a forty-nine fan. What do you expect? Yeah, listen, seriously. I listen, ain't got we no are, doubts. Us Bears fans know what it's like to still have confidence and still say our positivity rating is like a seven. So I'm just saying, like, we're, we're, we're no one known. got to a seven on this fucking we've podcast, bro. I'm staking at a ten. The guy that's I, I on my end, on my end, booping is down here. But you're, you mean to tell me that this guy's never done a seven on the Bears before? Hang on, hang on. Bears and Fortnite are different leagues, okay? We don't even play in this league. It's a whole 
another level. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We don't even belong in the no conversation. No the Bears. I feel oh, like this but... question, though, is... I said, don't worry. Once we have Caleb huh? Williams, we'll be right there with you. Yeah, see you next year in the yeah. Super In the no. championship um, Championship. I feel like this this is ta- this is tailored. See what I did there? Um, to Gino though for for the Niners thing. I think how because I have I have um Chiefs. Boobin, who do you have? Chiefs. So like, how do I mean? For me, it's like how positive the Niners would win. I like I said, if it's gonna be a high scoring game, I'm at a six seven for the Niners. Nobody cares about us. It was all That's about true. him. Well, I'm a six seven for the 49ers, and I'm like a seven eight for the Chiefs. Miller, what? That doesn't make sense. It's a high scoring game. I, I it's can never high, predict How it. confident are you that a team wins? Well, I don't have them winning. So if that's you the took the Chiefs tailored, to win, so you would be what, how high of confidence do you have that the Chiefs win? That you would 100%? be your guess. Yeah. Are you hundred percent? Are you an? Are you no. a C or D? Are you a? F? I I'm literally like said six five seven. and a half. I literally said six seven for the, I might, for the I, Chiefs. I, I'm probably gonna take the Chiefs plus seven. Oof. Okay. You're gonna do a possible push in the Super Bowl? I would do a seven and a half or six and a half. Good God. Six. Fine. <laughs> seven and a half. Okay. Seven and a half. But I, I, I'm, I am just barely overconfident. I think it'll be a close game, and I think the Niners get it done because I think they're the more complete team. I think the magic of Mahomes might run out. I hope so. You know, from my heart, from my heart, from my heart, I've done a lot of 49ers slander. I hope you guys beat Mahomes, okay? I hope you guys do. I'm like, I'm rooting for you guys. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Thank you, Dupin. All right, let's end this shit. All right, people. Thank you for thank you for tuning in. I think it was a long episode, but we had fun talking. With Gino talking 49ers, Chiefs, we hope it's a good game. It's, you know, no blowouts, right? Like, hopefully it's competitive. Maybe a kick at the end will, like, seal the game. But, hey. Taylor gets there. <laughs> Taylor gets there, and hopefully it doesn't get a ring at the end. So, um, thanks for tuning in. We'll, we will be back next week. We'll talk about some more sad bears, but good stuff. I think we'll talk about the draft picks. So, there were some hits there. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll keep trying to find positivity within the Bears. But otherwise, we'll suffer in our misery together. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for having me.